If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Football Full Circle right here on the grid. Mike Lewitt and George Kurtz. Coming at you in the next hour, talking about all the latest news in the NFL. And, George, really, there isn't a latest news in the NFL because it's a dead period. But during this dead period, we did get this one golden nugget, and that's Cam Newton going to the New England Patriots. Uh, I think it is something that is sort of shocking to read and was shocking for people to digest, but it isn't objectively a huge surprise it was the only job left for him to potentially take where he could be a starter now there are many offshoots that we'll talk about that are surprising related to it but Camden to the Patriots kind of talked about this for a while I mean it made sense to the Patriots they have nothing to lose here whether or not you believe Cam is of the MVP Cam or the broken down Cam he signed for the bare minimum along with some incentives. The Patriots have no money against the cap. They couldn't go out and sign up to anything big. This also lets you know that 31 other teams weren't all that interested for whatever reason. They already have stars. They didn't want to bring his personality in. He doesn't fit the offense. Whatever it might be. It tells you a lot here. But in New England, I think this makes a lot of sense, Mike. I think this is, if Stidham doesn't perform well or he's not ready, Cam can take over if he can learn the offense, which I assume he can. He's got time now. Well, mm-hmm. we're in early July now. So I think it makes sense. It makes sense for New England. Cam, it's a one-year make-good deal, right? Make a good and then go into the fancy next year or maybe stick with New England and be their long-term uh, quarterback. Yeah, and I would say, I, should have, I shouldn't have buried the lead, but happy 4th of July weekend to everybody out there. So we'll, uh, we'll get into I'm wearing my red, white, and blue. George is, uh, I don't know, in mourning, I guess, wearing his all-black shirt. Well, he's flashing a little gold. I kind of like it. Uh, it's today. green. The shirt is green. I, 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 maybe I'm colorblind. I don't know. It, it looks. It's a dark green. I. I, I it I is a dark it. green. Dark okay. Green. So, I, I don't know how that's. 
a festive Fourth of July scenario, but I digress. So I think you're right. I, I've said before, and I'm not the first one to say it, there's really no bad one-year deals. You take a shot. I don't care if the Colts sign Devin Funches for $14 bucks or whatever they did, and this year they got Phil Rivers for $25 million. They're not over the cap as a result. The Pats, as you said, rightfully said, they have the least cap space in the entire league for this year, but it's almost entirely a, an incentive-laden deal. It's one, uh, $1 million, the flat minimum, uh, for somebody with his level of experience in the NFL. Now, he can earn up to $7.5 million, but that typically rolls over into next year and impacts next year's cap. They're not going to be paying out incentives as he goes and blow, busting out their cap number and getting fined for it. So, um, again, it's just a one-year deal. If Cam really hasn't recovered from these injuries, which is obviously the major question mark, then they move on. They don't think he's a great fit. The Patriots, more than any other team I've ever seen, evaluate people pretty quickly and move on. It wouldn't even stun me if they realized a few weeks into camp, you know what, he's not healthy, he's not jiving with our offense, with our our situation here, we're going to move on. It wouldn't stun me. I absolutely do not expect that to happen. I think Cam's going to start a majority, if not all, of the games for the Patriots this year, but... I'm just saying that is really the nature of their um, their atmosphere there or their culture. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I like you. I expect Cameron to start the majority of their games, if not all of them as well. I think that's why they brought him there. I certainly think he's a better quarterback than Stidham at this point in Stidham's career. I don't know if Stidham would ever be what Cam was. Do I think yeah. there are some problems here? Sure, I do. Uh, once again, the fact that no other team offered him more than the minimum lets you know that teams have doubts. For whatever reason, they have doubts. Uh, the fact that they couldn't look at the ankle, couldn't look at the shoulder. Those are two significant injuries for a quarterback of his skill level, of his skill, what he, what he possesses. Obviously, shoulder, bad. You can't throw the ball. You don't have the same zip. You don't, he was never an accurate thrower in the first place. Mm-hmm. Does this hurt that even more? Can he get the ball down the field with zip? We don't know that. We think so, but we don't know that for sure. But more importantly, with the ankle injury, if he doesn't have that athleticism anymore, He's almost useless then, right? If you're not a good, accurate quarterback and you can't run now, then you have problems. There's a reason why we don't see a lot of aging running quarterbacks because that, the, the hits take a toll on you through the years. Uh, I, we hope Cam's going to be that player. I think Bill Belton's hoping, Josh McDaniels is hoping he can be that player. Because someone, someone asked me on Twitter, do I think the Patriots will uh, let Cam loose? In other words, will they let him run, do his thing? Well, you have to. You have no choice because if he can't do his thing, then he's not Cam. He's just he's a block quarterback then. That's sort of maybe the better option uh, than Cam. And I think that's where it comes in where if the Patriots see this in camp in August, uh, he just he can't move anymore. He's just not Cam. Yeah, they might move on. I don't expect that to happen, mind you. But yes, I could see that happening. People think, oh, the Patriots signed him. Oh, they got their they're going to the Super Bowl now. Ten more years, they're going to be a great team for the next decade. I don't quite see that. Remember, the Patriots haven't hit on every free agent they brought in. You know, yeah. For every Randy Moss, there's an Antonio Brown, a Josh yeah. Gordon that didn't work out there. It doesn't always work out for them. That being said, we're not surprised that it's the Patriots that take the shot here. Patriots look good for doing this because, in my mind, there's only upside here. There's only – if Cam is that guy, then yes, maybe they do have their franchise quarterback now for the next eight, nine years. Yeah, so, so that's what – what upside. So that's – I mean, you've, you've said a, a bunch of things there that I'll respond to, but I think the end point is 
re- and it, it ties into the first thing that you said during that is that none of these other teams offered, and it, now it looks especially silly considering what New England just got him for. Like, what if the Steelers brought him in to back up Ben or uh, other teams that the Chargers had taken a shot along the way, or the Browns who were uh, apparently kicked the only other team to really have any kind of serious discussion without an offer, obviously. Uh, how silly does it look now? But, you know, Andrew Brandt, a longtime NFL executive, and you and I bring him up uh, at I brought him up at times during this show. His thought process, and I understand this, is that people, teams would be concerned about their starter being at risk of just being harangued by fans, by the front office being harangued by fans and the media to insert cam were he the backup when your starter plays poorly. Up, ah, Bowles threw a pick, let's bring Cam in. Or Minshew threw a pick, let's bring Cam in. And Jaguars are almost a different discussion, not really necessarily trying to rack up wins. But, you know, the two teams that I think stand out to me are the Bears and the Chargers. I'd rather take a risk on Cam Newton than have what they currently have. I'm not really a believer in Herbert. They're going to give him a shot. I'm open to seeing how he plays. But I'd rather have him than Tyrod Taylor and with the Bears, I'll take Cam over both of those guys. Uh, I agree with you on the Bears. If I'm the Bears, I would rather have Cam. You know, I'll see what happens there. The Chargers, listen, I get it. You got the rookie. You want him to play at some point this season. You don't uh, think that Her- Herbert's going to be all that great? Well, probably I'm, I'm on your side there. But I get it. They drafted him top 10. At least there was a plan. Yeah. Right. There was a plan. And Tyrod Taylor is a fine backup. So I don't have an, I, the only, My only issue there is, once again, Chargers are, they seem to have everything else in place but the quarterback. Mm, might be a playoff team if they had Cam there. You know, I could certainly see that. Right. Uh, and once again, we don't know what hap- what would have happened this offseason if there's no pandemic. If he could have visited teams, they could have looked at the ankle. They could have looked at the shoulder. He might have had a job months ago with and one of these teams that we're talking money. about. Right? I, the mo- I also wonder this. I do wonder if there were teams that offered him more money. Not significantly more, but more money. But he's like, well, I can make more money, but I'll be a backup. And maybe not play this year. Or I can make no money. But I start with New England. It's New England. It's Belichick. It's McDaniels. Going to win some games, be a lot of national coverage, and get paid next year. It's such a unique scenario. This guy's a former MVP. And we can sit here and pick apart camp. Look, and going back to the hits, because you've talked about this as well, I wish I had the numbers in front of me. But people used to talk about how many hits Andrew Luck took and how it's piled up and it resulted in injuries and ultimately ended his career for now, at least, Cam's taken way more than him because he was a running quarterback. He was a goal line guy. Like the one thing you could say about Cam Newton is there were times, and I'll relay it back to your other point about how assuming he wants to do it and he can still do it, you're going to utilize his athleticism and have him run. You can't eliminate it because then it's not the same Cam Newton. But there were times that Cam Newton, who, in my opinion, along with a very few other select guys, is the most impressive physical specimen to ever play quarterback. Doesn't mean he's the best quarterback. Doesn't mean he's the best arm. But just athletic-wise, he's incredible. He's 6'5", he's 250 pounds. He runs like crazy. And obviously, he's won everything you can win. Heisman Trophy, National Championship, Juco, all this kind of stuff. But... um, you know, the the amount of hits that he's taken is far exceeds anybody else, including a retired Andrew Luck. So 
all of this comes back into me saying, like, I don't really know what it's going to look like. I understand why teams were hesitant, but it still looks silly to me that you didn't try it for a million bucks. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, I, I, I agree with everything you said. It's why we are always cautious or with running quarterbacks now. Lamar Jackson, because he's not built like Cam. And Cam broke down. Ben Roethlisberger used to be able to move a bit. He's broken down. We see this over and over again. This is why I think Seattle did a great job in calming Russell Wilson down, not wanting him to run all over the place. Yes, be mobile, but let's not do the running plays where he's going to take these kinds of hits. Because you want these, you want your quarterback to last a decade, decade and a half, 12, 15 years, not four years. Cam, I think they, they thought about calming him, his running ability down. But the fact that he's not a great quarterback as far as throwing the ball, you're not going to win with having Cam drop back three, five, seven step drops 30, 35 times a game. That's not what he does well. He has to have that mobility, that uh, ability to escape the, po- the pocket, to run. You mentioned the goal line, to be that, that threat, that make that safety play up close to worry about him. If they're worried about playing pass coverage, they will. Cam is not, he's, he's not that kind of quarterback. Yeah. So I think uh, I wonder, I do wonder the injury. It's the ankle injury that probably worries me more than the shoulder. You know, if he's not that guy anymore, you know, the concussions, all those hits, if they've added up, I do wonder if that's why other teams certainly shied away and didn't think he was worth the risk, especially in an offseason where you couldn't look at him, you couldn't test him, you couldn't evaluate him because no one could visit anybody. Yeah, I mean, it's a long time. He hasn't played in 16 months. You know, he hasn't or he will not have played in about a year. He hasn't won a game in something like 20 months or, or something like that. He lost uh, his last eight starts, I believe, with the Panthers. But, yeah, the foot surgery for a guy that's as big as he is is obviously a concern. He isn't 35. He's 31. That helps me a little bit. To Again, there is no risk whatsoever with this signing. And next year, if this all works out, the Patriots can have a quarterback for the future. Bill doesn't necessarily have to look for to a Tunga Bailoa or Jordan Love in the draft. He can just play with Cam Newton for five years, right? And then he and then Bill will retire. He's, I know he's everybody thinks he's going to die on the sidelines at some point. He's going to be 75 years old and be like, "All right, I'm going to I'm going to get on my boat out of Nantucket. Peace out. I'm never talk to any of you again." So, uh, he on to Cincinnati? He's on, on to Nantucket. Nantucket. He's on to Nantucket. Nantucket. So. Um, so, all right, so one question. We're going to keep talking about the pass after the break, but uh, would you favor Cam as comeback player of the year over Ben or somebody like that? Tell me records. Tell me records. Okay, we're going to come back. We'll do a little bit more of that on the other side of Football Full Circle. It's Mike and George. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Credit. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, back on the grid right here. Catch us all on Twitter at SportsGrid, on Instagram at SportsGridTV. George is at George Kurtz. I'm at Mike Blewett. Catch me on Instagram. It's uh, MP Blewett. So uh, I was talking about comeback player of the you year odds. Instagram? Wait, 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 wait. Were you always yeah. on Instagram? Yeah, I have oh. been. Yeah. I don't think I ever heard you mention your Instagram handle before. I don't always do it because it's not great. I've tried to come up with different ones, but I just went with MP Blewett. It's my initials and my last name. Hey, I've tried Snapchat to Mike. Uh, I've tried Snapchat. I didn't really get it, uh, and I'm just not. I'm not doing it anymore. I downloaded TikTok to try to figure it out. Uh, My daughters are in love. I know. Oh, like younger God, audience. They're in love with TikTok. That's all. My oldest daughter, 13 year old. That's all she does. TikTok all day. She's probably upstairs right now. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. TikTok. I swear I don't get it. I, I just sit, I get that like there is sort of entertaining stuff on there, but engagement, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. They send me stuff all the time, making fun. Yeah, I'm, uh, what parents do? We talk. We tell them to go to bed. Tell them to do the dishes. Tell them, you know, yeah. it's funny. It, it is funny because it does sound like the old parent stuff. No, there's really creative stuff on there. I get it. It's just, uh, oh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll surprise people and we'll, we'll get a little following going. But Sports Grid's on there, so. Feel free to find Sports Grid on, on, on TikTok as well. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, odds have changed a bunch. So we'll go through all of them. We'll, we'll, since we're talking about Cam specifically, we're going to get into the Patriots' big three questions for this year, which now have frankly changed. But um, Cam Newton for Comeback Player of the Year. I wish I we had talked about this specifically when we did this last time. We just did this last show. Uh, we did Comeback Player of the Year, and we thought there'd be a combination of Roethlisberger, Stafford, or somebody like that. Uh, but now Cam Newton thrust into the second best odds, second shortest odds here, I should say, not best. Roethlisberger plus 260, Cam Newton at plus 340, Rob Gronkowski at plus 420, I don't see that. J.J. Watt at plus 700, I don't see that. Matt Stafford plus 700, A.J. Green, I don't think the numbers would be there necessarily at plus 900, but he did miss an entire year. They might throw the ball a lot. Uh, then you got Alex Smith, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton. I think it's a three-horse race. Uh, ben, Cam, Stafford, and you got to figure it out. Ben and Cam, I could see that being a tight race, right? If they both rip off ten and six seasons, who do you pick? 
Well, it's a two-horse race. Stafford's not going to get in this. Uh, he Maybe he deserves to be somewhat, but you're talking Cam missed all of last season. Ben missed most of it. Stafford played most. And you're also talking two national followings, Steelers, New England, and then the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you're not winning it, Matt. Sorry. Uh, if, assuming, assuming Cam starts 16, right? Cam starts 16 and Ben starts 16. Uh, it'll come down to what, what's the record? What's the, uh, you know, what, what stats are they putting up there? We know with Ben, the Steelers had a great defense last year, but their offense was so bad they couldn't get in. So if they get in this year, and I expect they will be, that's a feather in his cap. With Cam... I, you know, I didn't. I thought the New England was going to be the New England. I thought the Patriots were going to be a bad team this year with Stidham. I thought six and ten, seven and nine. Now I assume Cam's going to play. I think they're at least a 500 team, nine and seven. So they're certainly better. So it'll come down to stats. You know, I probably will give the edge to Ben because well, he only had the one injury. You know, it's a bad one, but I, I still think he can throw the ball. I think he'll be. I think he'll be the Ben of old. Cam, I don't know if he can move. I just don't know if he can move. And I'm also still pretty certain. That Pittsburgh will be a wild card team. I'm not certain that New England. I think it certainly puts them back in the hunt. I don't think they're better than Buffalo. I still think Buffalo is still a team to beat in the AFC East. Just I think I think Baltimore's a team to beat in the AFC North. So I think it's close. I think it'll come down to what they do. But I'll give the slight edge to Ben. It's really strong reasoning there. It's hard for me to disagree. How about likability? Um, I think both players catch heat from opposing fans. Ben, obviously, you've made your feelings known on him. Um, He's never really won any major awards. Cam's won an MVP. So if I'm utilizing that, maybe there's a little bit more of an appetite to vote for Cam Newton versus Roethlisberger. You think that, I mean, that could play a role, right? Cam's not universally loved either. He's not, I know. uh, But he did win an MVP. He did, and, and people do dislike Ben. Ben well, as you said, I've made my feelings known. I do not like Ben. Well, he doesn't endear himself to anybody. He's just no. constantly... Not his teammates, you know, not people. He's done some things yeah. in his past. Cam's never done anything. Now, he just... He's had some issues with the media as well, but being, maybe being more of an I-me person, which is what Ben is. Uh, actually, a lot of quarterbacks, when you think about that. Um, Cam's biggest crime, really, and I don't personally love it, is that he's he's surly. He sulks on the sidelines. He yeah. looks like a baby at, at times. I, I've thought... You know, after the Super Bowl, I actually thought, and I was initially critical of him, I thought they put him in a bad spot. The way they had the, the way they had, after he lost the Super Bowl, it looked like he was being really disrespectful and he was just being a sore loser. But they actually put him in a position there post-game after that Super Bowl where he could hear the audio of the Broncos players talking about him and the Panthers. So he's listening to guys sort of talk smack about him as he's giving an interview. So I'm absolving him of that. But, um, you know, the Superman stuff, look, we're both older white dudes, George. So I think us constantly giving, and I've seen other people, hell, I saw some Boston radio guys this week giving their takes on, uh, you know, Bill's not going to like it. And I like that the Patriots uh, don't allow celebrating. It's like, really? You're putting yourself in the position of a young black male athletes and how they want to celebrate? It's like the, it's like the baseball with the bat flip. Like, I'm not a bat flip guy personally, but, like, let them celebrate how they want. Do I think it's ridiculous that you're celebrating when you're down four touchdowns? Yeah, just go back to the sidelines. You're losing. But if Cam wants to go a little Superman chest... And that's a signature thing. 
go for it. I don't have to love it, but I'm not going to criticize him for it. I think it'll be interesting to see if he, uh, how he reacts to Bill's uh, routine. We know Gronkowski hated it, right? Brady eventually wore him down. He wanted uh, out. I do uh, wonder but a, how. But a long time, a long time went by before they really got sick of it. I also wonder, Cam is still playing for a big contract. I wonder if he's going to have to calm all that down to get that big deal from even New England or another team. So if he has to be, uh, I don't want to say on his best behavior. I think that's silly. He's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Everybody celebrates. But if uh, he'll have to adhere to the rules of Bill's rules and not go against it. You know, I, I don't do know if that. Cam's think- a big social media guy. That seems to bother him more than anything else. Like, Gronkowski celebrated a lot on the field. Oh, yeah. He had that, that spike, which we all love. You know, Gronk, uh, be spike ball. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. I, uh, I think uh, when you compare uh, Cam and Ben, on their best days, Cam is a much more likable guy. He seems to be more, uh, you know, he's got the big bright smile. He talks uh, more open, uh, just more loose, where he's not uh, as uptight as Ben. He's entertaining. Right. Ben isn't really likable at all from that standpoint. He's not outfits, a marketable person in the least. Do I think the outfits he wears at the end of uh, games are silly? Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. I mean, but what do I know about fashion? Right, That's uh, what exactly what he would say to you. Right. I, I, don't, I know nothing about fashion. You're, you're, be lucky. My, I don't even know if my clothes match. Okay? I, I take the first two things out of my closet. The, the shirt is the, literally the next shirt that was hanging in my closet for the show. I am wearing jeans. I'm not wearing boxers, people. So uh, get off my back. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't put a lot of thought into what I'm wearing. He does. Do I think some of it's ridiculous? Yeah, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing it. I, it would have to be for a, a movie role or a TV role for me to wear some of the stuff he's wearing. And if that's, if that's his personality. He likes to be out there and say, hey, look what I'm wearing, a feather in my hat, whatever the hell it is. What do I care? Really, why, why do I, it makes no difference to me. You know, so I think he's a more likable person as far as the media voting for him. Uh, and I think a lot of the media dislikes Ben. I think it'll be interesting if they both had the same stats. They both went to the wild card round. Everything, if everything was even, I do think Cam would win. Yeah. Um, okay. So closing the book on Cam. Um, and by the way, you could place you could place a bet on both of those guys. You could put a hundred on Ben, a hundred on Cam, just hypothetical. And if either of them win, you're going to come out ahead. You could play it that route if you wanted. Um, so that's something to consider. Um, Let's talk about their other odds that have changed because now they're they're seventy to one, seventeen to one to win the Super Bowl to win the AFC. They are now seven to one. Their win total, George, is the thing that boosted uh, through all of this. And last time, yeah, it's still there, nine and a half. And the over, <coughs> excuse me, is plus one fifteen. So the juice is on the over. That when we were discussing that earlier in the year, it was eight and a half. So it goes up to nine and a half now. Um, what do you think now? I mean, that really boosts it up. I, I'm taking the over. I actually think Cam's going to be a big boost here. I, I'll take the over with the Pats. He he certainly helps. New England's a better team here, and I do think he's going to start. Uh, I did not like this team when I stood him. I already said it earlier in the show. With Cam, I think they're around a nine-win team, maybe ten. I, think, I still think Buffalo's the better team. I don't think they win with division. I think Buffalo's the better team. They made a lot of good moves here, and they're going for it. I think they still smell it here, although the rest of the AFC is, the AFC is going to be like, are you kidding me? Really? We get rid of Brady, and now we got to worry about Cam, which presents all different problems. So uh, I wouldn't touch it. i probably still lean towards the under. I think nine is my, my number here. It's not enough for me to bet. Because once again, I got I got to be a game and a half, two games difference for me to put money on it. I'm only at that half game out, so I'm right 
right there. You know, I still think I worry about there's still not a lot of weapons here, Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Edelman. You better hope Nikhil Harry is going to be that guy. The defense played very well last year. Can they do it again? Have my doubts. You know, the offensive line, a little chewed up there. So I have my doubts all over the place here. I would still lean towards the under. Yeah. We'll do their three big questions in the next segment. I know we're spending a lot of time on New England, but it's the biggest story uh, imaginable. So real quick, story on Bob Kraft. Uh, give me the summary on that one. Yeah, I was real no when he was down in Florida before the AFC Championship game against KC. Um, might have had a little fun. All right, well, not might. He had a little fun. Uh, got caught. And the video they have of it, uh, apparently, uh, the lower courts threw it out. Said, no, you can't use this against Kraft and the other guys. There's like, what, 70 people or something like that? Uh, you can't use it. Uh, now the prosecutor is trying to get on appeal is trying to get that overturned. Uh, they admit that if they can't get it overturned, the charges probably go away because the, the evidence will be gone. You know, so listen, maybe it, it gets overturned. Maybe it doesn't get overturned. I mean, we know he did it. It's just the fact it won't be on record or anything like that. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. I'm not going to get into this. Hey, listen, you do what you got to do. Uh, I'm on record as saying I don't, I don't worry about stuff like this, Mike. Uh, there's an old George Carlin joke. Sex is legal. Selling is legal. Why isn't selling sex legal? I have really no problem with it as long as it's consenting adults. That's the important part, consenting adults. You want to regulate it like they do in uh, Nevada, tax it and all this other stuff. I'm fine with it. As long as two people agree, I don't care if they exchange money. I really don't. And he didn't have sex. It's more of uh, manual gratification, shall we say. Yeah, what, uh, what, what obviously started all this was the inv- investigation by the FBI into the practices of these establishments and the manner in which they have obtained the people that are working there. Um, and that's what created this big controversy. The, the, real, the real key of this story is the video. If people see Bob Kraft walking out of this place on video, there's no debate. I don't really think there's much debate anyway, but uh, video evidence as we've seen can ramp these things up. We'll come back. Not talk more. This video, ever. No, no ever. not of that. We'll come back after this on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like ah. 
being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Back on the grid, Mike and George talking about the Patriots, spending a lot of time on this. Obviously, there's a lot of Patriots stories. They, they really filled this dead spot with uh, a Cam Newton signing. We talked about Bob Kraft not wanting the video of him walking in and out of that establishment, trying to block that in courts. Uh, but we'll start it off this segment as we get into the three questions. But we'll start it off with the punishment. Now, a lot of people thought it was strategic, and I don't deny uh, thinking that as well. Uh, strategic in that they signed Cam Newton the same night that the information is released about them receiving punishment for for a film crew filming the Cincinnati Bengals sideline, correct? Yes. Uh, Obviously, they weren't supposed to be doing this. They tried to play it, oh, just normal. Was it a day in the life of the crew or something like that? Mm -hmm. A scout, whatever it was. Uh, They got caught, and then they got penalized for it. I've actually heard people go uh, conspire as far as this, Mike, that they've had Cam signed for a while now. You know, it'll be a week and a month, and they, but they knew these penalties were coming out. Well, we're not going to announce the Cam signing until the penalties come out so we can get that up the back page, which, by the way, has worked beautifully. Uh, whether, whether they meant to do it or not, it's worked beautifully. Yeah. Um, I believe that they, they paused on the signing to, you know, do it at the same time. But at the, at the same time, some people out there are thinking it's a significant punishment. I don't consider it to be that at all. It's a, a, third, a, mil, a million dollars. That's nothing. Is, I mean, it means nothing. If it was $10 million, it would barely be a dent for me, although that would be a significant fine as far as the NFL is concerned. But a third-round draft pick for a team that just creates more draft picks than anybody and is going to be seeing a ton of compensa- compensatory – or. They're going to get the max number of compensatory picks next year because of all the players they lost this year. It doesn't matter. They're going to have over a dozen picks next year. A third-round pick, you could say it's a lot, but whatever. If you just keep – if look, if they keep skirting the rules and keep trying to gain an edge by bending or breaking rules and the NFL doesn't really come down on them, they're just going to keep do it, doing it, as would any other team. I don't consider this to be a real or significant punishment. I am irritated by it. And I'm not a big conspiracy theorist on this. But I think they have proven, if nothing else, that, yeah, we're going to bend or break rules at times to get an edge. I just think they do it. Yeah, there are four parts to the punishment. Right? We're going reverse order. The crew can no longer work. Okay, like the Patriots care about that. Apparently, they were an independent crew anyway. What are they? Yeah, care? said it's not related to football operations. I have to, as the host, I have to set the parameters of the story. They are saying that they had nothing to do with football operations. They acted independently, not knowing, uh, with the Patriots staff giving no guidance as to what they were filming. Right. So what pages don't care about that? Why do I care if these guys can work or not? So that's done. All right. Now they're not allowed to film any any games next season. Is this a huge thing where it matters? They can still see film on TV and stuff like that, just not have to, maybe quite the angles they want. 
and stuff like that. So that's not significant. You mentioned the 1.1 million. That's a joke. Cares. That's an absolute joke to a team like New England. No team would care about that. All right. And then the th- uh, you put it up perfectly. The third round pick. That's the old slap on the wrist here, because they get, they're going to have a thousand compensatory picks. That third round pick at best will be top 85, top 90. It won't be in something that they can't withstand. What I don't get, Mike, is this. We've had Spygate. We've had Deflategate. Uh, Robert Kraft and the, uh, you know, the manual for gratification thing. And yet you're still giving him slaps on the wrist. What do you need to be told here? What do you need to see here to stop this organization? At this point, it doesn't matter that, it, well, you know what? If the, I don't know, if, uh, if the San Francisco 49ers did this, this is, you know, this is the punishment we'd give them. That may be true. But you know what? The 49ers haven't had Spygate, Deflategate, their owner going at the massage parlors. All right? I mean, this whole thing has had this over and over again. How were they not told after Spygate, Deflategate, the owner thing that, hey, you do anything else, I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're breaking pencils, legal ordered pencils. We're coming down on you hard. You're going to lose multiple number one picks. You yeah. want to stop this crap, that's how you do it. Multiple number one picks, find them, like I said, that fine has to have at least a zero at the end. 10 million, at least 10, if not 25, 50 million to send a message when the same organization does the same thing over and over and over again. Cut it's crazy. it out. It's crazy. But uh, maybe, look, maybe the league is motivated by, by, by knowing or, assu- or presuming that other teams are doing similar things. And then you start digging up skeletons in 32 different closets and it becomes problematic but again i i think this i think the punishment's just sort of a joke because i mean the pick doesn't matter at all it just doesn't matter and for those of you out there that say well that could be the next uh uh dante hightower yeah, all right it could be but they have all these other picks they're not they haven't been that great at drafting recently anyway they just utilize them as collateral which is the right move they're just going to take some swings on these guys you bring up an interesting point, Mike, with what you just said. I don't even know if you meant to, that they're worried about other teams, you know, skeletons in the closet. Yeah, look, if, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm sure there's other teams doing similar things of trying to skirt the rules. Right. They just and, haven't been caught yet. Listen, I bring this up because what, what happened in baseball, the Astros were caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Every team in every sport cheats. You're kidding yourself if you don't think that every team is cheating in some way. How, to the degree of cheating, that's different. We don't know that, but every team cheats, right? I mean, uh, so the Astros got caught, Red Sox caught, looks like the Yankees got caught. Everybody's doing it uh, to some degree. The Astros just made it so obvious. The Patriots have made it so obvious, and they keep getting caught. They don't care. They're not worried about the penalties. They know that's going to be a joke. We don't care. It's worth it. For, I mean, ask you this, and I really, it's more of a, I'm not asking you, I'm just throwing it out there. For every time they caught, they get caught, how many times have they gotten away with it? Agreed. I, look, I, I don't think there's anybody in the world, in the NFL world, that has any better idea of how closely these things are decided. Winning in the margins. That's what I've talked about many times with the Patriots. And I think this is just another case of that. The guy's been involved in nine Super Bowls as the Patriots. None of them were blowouts. None of them. They're all close. He had a 10-point win against the Rams. That's a game in the fourth quarter. He had a comfortable win against the Eagles, but that's a game in the fourth quarter. Might have been more comfortable than the others, 
the Panthers, the Rams, the Seahawks, on and on and on. The ones they Eagle, the other Eagles Super Bowl, the ones they won, the ones they lost, decided by fractions. The Bills game in 1990, where he was the defensive coordinator. The only Super Bowl he's been involved in that was a blowout was he was defensive quarter in the 1986 game, Giants, excuse me, 85-86, Giants-Broncos. That's the only one. And that was a game at halftime. So I'm saying, I, I say all that to say nobody in the NFL world or in the sports world knows better than Bill Belichick how tight these things are. And I think if he uh, bends some rules, breaks some rules, it gets him some Super Bowls. That's just the way I, I, I would imagine he's approaching it. And he's probably not apologetic because he assumes other people are doing it too. Let's talk about their big three questions. Get to it. So it's all changed up now. Uh, the first thing is, how many games does Cam play? I, I I think he's healthy. I think he'll be healthy, assuming we play opening week. So, I mean, could he get hurt during the season? Sure. If you want to keep, want me to give you an over under twelve, I'll give you the over under. Assuming sixteen game season. Yeah. Assuming I'm I'll over. Give you 11 I'm over as well. I'm over. Yeah. I think he plays almost all of them. You know, you got to give him the the occasional, you know bad hammy or something like that, uh, you know, twisted ankle or something like that. Uh, maybe he misses a game. Maybe they give him a break going into into. They have a – when's their bye week? I think their bye week's like right in the middle of the season. So, uh, anyway, so uh, I'm with you. I think Cam plays almost all of them. I, I don't think they ever completely believed in Stidham. I think that's what this is about. Um, so that's question number one. Number two, and this is one that I've posited with people online during the week, is that – I actually do think that you can slot Cam into this offense as they utilize throws that are close to the line of scrimmage. It's when Brady's been really effective over the last several years, excepting uh, last year where the offense obviously came to a halt with the amount of injuries that they had. But Brady's throws were to open guys close to the line of scrimmage, notably Edelman and even Gronk in a couple of years back. But do you think that Cam comes in and can be effective in that similar offense, or do they have to change it up for him significantly? Well, it depends how you look at it. If you want to tell me that uh, keep all the short, the, sh the sh throw short, which is what Brady did a lot, yes, that's what Cam will excel at. He's not good once you put the bullet to immediate or deep. He's got, he generally has the arm for it. We don't know right now. Still wondering how that arm strength is. But let's assume the arm is there. He has the arm. He can throw the ball any way you want just not always where you want it when he throws it, right? The accuracy is just not there. So I wonder that. I think you need Cam to be Cam. Because like I said, if he can't run, he's not that same mobile quarterback. If you're telling me you're going to have him drop back 30, 35 times and win, no. He's just not, not consistently. He's not that guy. He's not a – I don't. when I say a Brady type, I don't mean the GOAT. I mean uh, that type of quarterback. Drop-back quarterback. He's not a drop-back quarterback. He needs to be able to move. He'll never be able to move like Lamar Jackson again. He probably needs to be able to do at least what Aaron Rodgers does now, who doesn't run as much but can escape, you know, that sort of thing. If, I think if he can't do that, if he's not that guy, then I think the Eagles in trouble here. But I think they've, I they still think they've upgraded, but not massively. You know, the, I don't think they'd be, I don't think he would get the long-term contract he's looking for from anybody if they see that he can't be that kind of guy. I agree with that. I agree with that. Look, the difference, the difference maker that Cam is is because he can run. What worries me about him is, and I, we've watched him do this, is I've seen him many times during his career really try to impose his will on other teams, running people over early in games Can't to establish that. it. I, I just think that's got to be over with for him. For the most part, 
I don't think he can get rid of it completely, but I just think he has to understand. Look, his football mortality is sitting right in front of him. I think he has to realize that to some extent. Fourth quarter and you need that first down, he can no longer put his head down. No longer put his head down. He's got to slide. Yeah, I'm with you. He just didn't often do that, but I I, I suspect he he can adapt. All right, so uh, give me another. What's another big question as far as you're concerned with the Pats? Well, I think it's skill positions. Who can step up here? I mean, you don't have Gronk, right? You you draft a couple of rookies. A tight end, you got Matt LaCoste, Asiasi, Dalton Keene. Who's going to step up here? Wide receiver outside of Edelman, who's up there in age. Will he be as good with Cam? Can Sanu, who was banged up uh, last year, had the surgery, can he be something? Nikhil Harry? I mean, who's stepping up here, Mike, on skill has to be. It has to be Harry. It has to be. They better pray it is. I think that's their big question here. Who's that? Marquise Lee they bring over? I mean, I think, when I look at that, I mean, the weapons here, you know, Scott you announced That's four That's four guys that were hurt last year, by the way, on the whole yeah. receiving court. I know, but we'll get this next segment. Scott Pianowski, who's in the fantasy industry, uh, Yahoo, Rotowire, we have an interesting question on Twitter. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, closing out this hour on the grid, talking a lot about the Patriots. They got a lot of stories. <laughs> Only a team like this can have four stories in a dead period of the NFL. So let's wrap up our. We had these questions about skill players. You said, who would I trade for the Pat skill players? Like another team, Jacksonville. Uh, that's the only thing. That's the first team that popped out to me. The DJ Sharks look pretty good. Right, that, that's, that's what somebody brought up. Man, Shark is more, worth more than any New England player. But you got Nikhil Harry and Edelman there. 
And if we're including Edelman's the running backs. not going to help Jacksonville. They're not in a playoff. They're not a playoff team. He'll be retired by the time they get good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trade, no. But their running back situation is is still viable. I think Sony Michelle's catching a lot of grief from people because he doesn't catch passes, and it seems like a waste of a first-round pick to have a non-versatile running back. And that's right. But I don't think Michelle is objectively a bad player. I think for you fantasy owners out there, if you're in a PPR league, yeah, he's got a little bit less value. But I think he's going to carry the ball a lot. And I think that he's got opportunities to score. They've, over the last several years, they've been in the top 10 of rushing attempts almost every year, mainly because they're good. They're running out the clock at the end of games, right? But still, they've been an effective running team for the most part. Last year, it started to fall apart. Offensive line issues. Michelle wasn't as good. But he and James White are a good tandem. So in that sense, they're definitely better than Jacksonville. I think the point is... Who's who's your New England player on offense where you go, oh, that's the guy? If you're a defensive coordinator, who you go, oh, I, I want to stop this guy? There's nobody. I agree. There's nobody you're afraid. There's no game breaker here. You used to be afraid, afraid of Brady just being able to figure it out, and they weren't even afraid of that at the end of last year. Right. You know what my biggest concern is? I don't think enough people are talking about it. Yeah, this defense was good last year. They lost a whole bunch of guys. Yes. They lost a lot of guys. Danny Shelton, gone. Uh, Kyle Van Noy, gone. Uh, Harmon, out of there. Landon Roberts has been gone. Like, there's just a bunch of guys over the last two years, specifically this year, that are gone. Uh, they still got the McCourty brothers there, and they've got Gilmore. Um, but one inter- – so I actually don't think the defense is going to be nearly as good. I think they'll play effectively because Bill is there, and they still got some team leaders there. But I, I think they're missing some guys. What I'm really, What I'm really interested about, what's so fascinating about all of this – which I think people need to really consider is that next year, the Pats salary cap wise are a blank canvas. They owe Shaq Mason money. They owe Stefan Gilmore money, and they can basically get out of every other contract on the entire team. doesn't mean they'll cut McCourty or Edelman, but they could if they felt like it. Um, McCourty's just got a bunch of void years at the end of his deal. But it's really like Stephon Gilmore and Shaq Mason, a guard, and that's it. Uh, Joe Thune's on a one-year franchise player deal, and there's been rumors about him being traded since this day he signed the franchise tag, or since the day they, they tagged him. So, I don't know. I, I, I got more questions than just about the offense. I, they lost a whole bunch of players. I agree. Listen, uh, I think this team has issues. Why? I, even if Brady came back, I, I might have had Buffalo as still the best team to beat in this division. Buffalo's going for it. They've made additions. New England hasn't. They keep losing players here, which listen, eventually happens to everybody, even Bill. And I do agree with you that he'll make the defense better because of it's Bill. But the players, I mean, once again, the name players, it's not like there's a lot of name players on defense either, <coughs> which brings the point, and you and I have discussed this before on prior shows, it's amazing this team is so up against the cap when you look at their roster. You think, you're thinking, oh, totally. the agree. hell's getting paid? Who's making totally all this agree. money? There's a lot of mid-range guys. They're paying their offensive line collectively a decent amount. It's just that none of them are household names. Joe Thune's the franchise player. Like, come on, half the half the football fans don't even know who he is. Yeah, it, it's funny how this team is constructed. And as you, maybe Bill's playing for the bla- the blank canvas, and he'll go for it then. But I think if he was uh, if he was purely doing that, then I think Stidham would have played this year. I think Bill still thinks he can win. Yeah. Dante Hightower, he'll be under contract, too. So he's like the third guy. But it really is just those three. It's like uh, it's like Dante Hightower, Shaq Mason, and and 
is Stefan Gilmore. It's crazy because James White, no. Sony Michelle, no. They like they're not getting paid big money. So, all right, uh, let's try to move on to another team. It's been almost an hour in the Patriots, and it's making me want to puke. But in any event, Pittsburgh uh, fan. B- b- what's that? Pittsburgh fan. Yeah, sort of. But look, you spent an hour on them. There, it really is sort of fascinating. All the things that are going on with them now that Cam is in the mix. Listen, um, we, should thank, uh, we should thank New England. I don't know what we'd be talking yeah, about. Thank on you the show. for the content. Thank you for thank the you content. Very much. Yeah. So, and I will put a bow on it by saying, like, I'm really interested in it. I'm not like the oh, I can't believe they got Cam for a million bucks. Like any of you could have gotten Cam for a million bucks. Don't complain if the Patriots end up being good because of it. Why don't you just do that to I'll keep them away on. from the Patriots? I'll put a bow on. Do they make the playoffs? Yeah, they're in. Yeah. They're a lock for me now. Yeah, they are for me too. So, I, I think I had them in anyway. With I did freaking Jared I, I had them borderline. I, I think this screws over a team like the Browns may not be able to get in now because Cleveland will get it. Oh, because. New England getting over them. I would have liked to have seen somebody different, but I, I think they're in as well. And the bet, just for you, those of you on FanDuel, New England to make their Patriots, yes, minus 230, no, plus 184. So you got to pay. You got to pay a premium in order to make that bet, but that's a lock as far as I'm concerned. So, um, all right, Buffalo Bills. We only got a few minutes left here. Buffalo Bills. All right, we'll do it quick. All right, big three questions for Buffalo Bills. Obviously, first one's Josh. Josh Allen. Always the quarterback. Really, yeah. it's, it's always the quarterback. If Josh Allen is ready to make that next step, then this is a dangerous, dangerous football team. And when I say next step, he doesn't need to be Lamar Jackson. Doesn't need That's to be. That's what I was going to ask you. Patrick what do you think Mahomes. is next step for him? Good, good, consistent. Not doing dumb things, childish things. Things you see, you know, in high school football. Let me throw the football backwards for no reason here because I don't want to get hit and I, I need a, a hail mary when I don't need a hail mary. That sort of thing. Consistent football player. If he's ready to do that, especially throwing the football, I know you can run. Okay, I know you have athleticism. Slide, get down, don't take those hits. You know, but if he can do that, dangerous team here. Because we know what defense is there. Might be the best defense in football. Certainly one of them. You know, the skill positions, they're getting there. Right? You acquire stuff on Diggs. Uh, I may not be a huge Diggs guy as far as a number one wide receiver, but I think he's a good complement to this team for what they needed. So I think, once again, this is – I hate to put it all on Josh Allen. And Lord knows the pressure just got ratcheted up even further on Sunday when Cam Newton signed. But if he can be that quarterback, dangerous, dangerous team. I think he might have the most pressure in the NFL. Yeah. He's completed 58.8% of his passes. He threw 20 touchdowns. He had nine picks. He ran for, I got to move down here. He ran for 510 yards and nine touchdowns. Impressive. He's a good athlete. He really is. But. The 58.8% is what's going to worry me forever. His completion percentage wasn't good in college. It's not. It wasn't good last year. Do I think he took steps forward? Yes. Do I think there's a ceiling on what he ultimately is going to be? I do think that. Uh, I'm not a believer that he... But here's the thing. What's, been, what's become a question that I've asked every year, and I, what, what I'm really curious to see is that if a quarterback that is not an elite, and I put that in quotes because it can mean anything you want it to mean, quarterback can actually win the Super Bowl because that's really the only question that matters, right? Who's the, uh, There's only one guy in the last decade that people are like, eh, that won the Super Bowl, Flacco, right? 
yeah. in the previous decade, there was really only one other guy that people were like, eh, and it was Dilfer. So they're both Ravens guys. Everybody else is Tom Brady and Russell Wilson and Ben Roethlisberger and Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes. It's a crazy list of the guys that actually won. Foles is the other one. Excuse me. Can't leave that out. But And that was a unique scenario too, right? It was just a sort of a four-game run in order to get there. Five-game run um, in order to do it. But um, it's really the only question you need to be able to answer. Um, I just don't know. I can't say I believe it now. I think they can win the division. But I don't think he's – I don't know that – I'd like to see it. I'd be interested in seeing it. But I don't know that Josh Allen's ever going to get there. I think you're looking at like a – you know, a guy that can be really good, but the rest of the team around him is going to have to be stupendous. And it, he has to have a Flacco-like run, right? He has to have a flawless run or a Folds-like couple of games in order to do it. But doesn't mean he can't. Just means that I'm not going to believe it as easily until I ever see it. I can't argue with any of your sex. I agree with you. I think there is a ceiling there. I don't think he's ever. He's never going to be a superstar. You know, that kind of guy. Uh, like who comes in, starts, starts completing 58% of her passes, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. I really see something in him. Like, all right, I, I don't. What makes you happy? 64? Yeah. That's that a huge to, difference. That would make me thrilled if you can get to that. Yes. He's, he's never going to be in the upper 60s. He's not that kind of guy. If you could just get to 63, 64, that's probably what I'm looking for. A massive number of passes completed over yeah. the course of the season. When you do the numbers, it would be. You're right. Uh, I, I just think. I think he, he can get better. But I do think there's so much pressure on him that worries me because I think, once again, there's some immaturity here that he needs to grow up a little bit. I think he's going to feel that pressure. I think it's good that he plays in Buffalo and not Dallas or New York. You know, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, New England, one of those heavy media cities. Oh. In fact, that he does play in New York. I get it. I just realized what I said. Yeah. Uh, not not downstate City. New York. Yeah. Uh, I think that helps him there because Buffalo is sort of buried up there. So I think that's a good news for them. That being said, like I said he might have... I, de- I, definitely, I definitely believe he's top five with the plays with the most pressure on them this season. Yeah. I mean, if if you are a Bills fan out there and you're hating everything I'm saying, I would say to offer encouragement, Ben Roethlisberger won the Super Bowl in 2005 and he played an absolutely terrible football game. Um, I, Josh didn't even play that bad of a game. in the, Josh Allen didn't play that bad of a game against the Texans in that playoff game. He, he got crazy at the end, throwing footballs away and, and making – really boneheaded plays, but that can be taught. You just it, hope that there's something taught. you can bounce back on, right? That was Roethlisberger's second year. They won the Super Bowl. He had a tr- tremendous defense and skills players around and skill players around him. But I think it's something that look, they could build some more around him. I think there's room for improvement. And I think that, yeah, he could win a Super Bowl, but this team, like right now, this is sort of a loaded team. Is it the best wide receiving core I've ever seen? No. But Diggs, Brown, and Beasley, so it's, it's the best really one good. in that the best one in that division, that's for sure. And you can Terry keep... Morse at running back, solid. Yeah. Morse at Knox, Tyler Crofts. It's it's solid. It's a solid group. It's not great, but it's it's a solid group. And they have some depth there. They can afford an injury at almost every position. And the defensive depth is crazy. Gosh. So as good it, it's to me, it's the best defensive depth in the whole league. Could the Niners play better than them? Steelers play better than them? Yes. But if you start going down the list and look at the backups on this team, you got like they got 
If they have injuries, they, they don't have major problems, depending on what that position is. Uh, it's a really good team. I think McDermott's, McDermott and Brandon Bean have done an excellent job of creating the team in their image. And I, I still think right now, I think it's a dogfight right now in this division. I, I'd actually probably, at this point, with the Cam Newton signing, side with the Pats, but it's close. I'm going with Buffalo. I think they, I think they win the division. I think they have a third-best team, or at least right there with the Colts. Right behind Chiefs and Ravens. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.